Good morning and welcome to a Tuesday morning, November the 23rd edition of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain, and our regular Tuesday morning guest, Dr. J.B. Hickson, uh, who has graciously agreed to uh, do our podcast today. Uh, and I want our listeners to know that uh, JB's with us today at great personal expense to himself and his family. Um, he had a rather elaborate and exotic vacation planned. Uh, I, I think he mentioned $12,000 in non-refundable plane tickets. That uh, That's money he'll never see. And he did it just to be with us today. And I asked him where he was going uh, on this vacation. I thought maybe Baltimore or something. Uh, and he told me, no, it, the kitchen yeah no <laughs> this is why this is why jb's part of the team he he knows how to laugh too so, yeah and we love it um so jb thank you for canceling your trip to the kitchen uh and to be with us today i i really appreciate it and and we are going to be uh talking about a rather important subject uh we have a holiday uh coming up thanksgiving it's an important national holiday, but, but it has some it has some real spiritual application uh, to our lives, our everyday lives here in, in this country and all over the world. And and I know we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Important subject, and I'm glad we're doing it. Um, but before we get into that, uh, I'd like to remind our listeners, and JB's probably going to go there in a second, but uh, I want you to remember that JB is going to be uh live streaming again uh on wednesday no so no, no that's right you're not 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 this wednesday yeah so yeah. boy it's it is so great to be with you guys uh as usual and i hope the sarcasm wasn't lost on your uh, on your listeners but uh <laughs> yeah when you asked me about uh, doing our regular tuesday uh interview this week uh, with it being thanksgiving week you weren't sure if maybe there were plans and so i yeah. jokingly said, you're so important to me that I canceled all my plans and had to, you know, eat $12,000 in non-refundable tickets. Yeah, and so forth. But of yeah. course I was joking. I, uh, I'm never too busy for Christian underground news network. And, um, but yeah, so, so let me, before we dive into the topic, let me mention a couple of things because we are entering the busy holiday season. And so a lot of schedule changes in that regard. So for the next three Wednesdays, starting tomorrow, that's November 24th, December 1st, and December 8th, we will not have our regular Wednesday night live stream on how to read and understand the Bible. Uh, I'm going to be traveling. I'll be speaking twice uh, in the coming weeks, once in Dallas and once in Houston. And uh, if you go to our website and check our uh, events calendar there, you'll see where those events are. But the one in Dallas is at the uh, pre-trib uh, conference. The theme this year is uh, uh, globalism and the end times. And so oh, yeah. a great lineup of speakers, as always, uh, there at the Sheraton uh, Hotel in Irving. And really looking forward to that. I'll be speaking on one minute before the second coming, uh, very similar to what I did in Duluth a couple of months ago. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, instead of our, since I'll be traveling and we won't be having our regular uh, Wednesday night uh, live stream, uh, we're going to be posting each Wednesday an archived message that I've done in the past that's never before been heard on our podcast channel. 
And so, for example, tomorrow, uh, and it'll go live first thing in the morning, we've already scheduled it. I'm posting a message that I did five years ago in Wisconsin entitled Defending Grace Graciously. And uh, so that'll be just a chance for some of our listeners who are kind of accustomed to listening to our podcasts uh, every Thursday morning after the Wednesday night session or sometimes late Wednesday night if they want. Uh, they'll still still have something out there to listen to. And, uh, and that uh, is available, uh, again, on our podcast channel starting tomorrow. And then each Wednesday for the next uh, three Wednesdays, counting tomorrow, we will do that. We've got some great uh, messages lined up. Uh, on various topics. And, um, you know, it's kind of neat how when you preach the Word of God, and I know you guys know this, Pastor Dick, when you preach the Word of God, it doesn't matter how old the message is, it seems like it's always relevant, you know. And so, uh, so yeah, so that's what we'll be doing. Uh, We will resume our normal Wednesday night uh, live stream on how to read and understand the Bible on Wednesday, December the 15th. And uh, so we're looking forward to that. But we always live stream our Sunday services as well, nine o'clock Bible study. Uh, We're talking about what lies ahead, an end time study. And then 10 o'clock, we're going through the book of Psalms, this uh, selected Psalms. This Sunday will be in uh, Psalm 124, one of the ascent Psalms at 10 o'clock. So yeah, still plenty of resources out there. Uh, Always check out our website, download our free mobile app if you haven't done that already. And, uh, and that's, uh, that's kind of about the, the announcements there for, to, for this week. That uh, conference, that upcoming conference is going to be, isn't that, in, isn't that hotel in Irving? It is, yep, the Sheraton Hotel in okay. Irving. I know uh, the area pretty well, so yeah, yeah, I think I remember seeing that in Irving, okay. And it's a big conference. Uh, Tim LaHaye started this group 30 years ago. This is the 30th yeah. annual conference. Yeah. Uh, he's with the Lord now, as you know, and I've yes. had the uh, distinct pleasure of speaking there, I think three times now, and um, always enjoy the fellowship. Uh, uh, Dr. Andy Woods will be there, uh, several, Dr. Mike Stallard, uh, Arnie Fruchtenbaum, a uh, no, number of uh, uh, great keynotes. You can uh, go to our website, and I think the, the first announcement banner in the highlight carousel there is all about the uh, uh, globalism and the end times uh, conference. So that sounds like uh, something that you wouldn't want to miss if you're in that area, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, be sure and attend. Uh, you're going to get some valuable information, and the fellowship will be great. I'm certain um, with that. With the list of names that you just rattled off there. Uh, yeah, that's the starting lineup. I'll you, tell you. you betcha. You betcha. So don't miss it, guys. If you're in the in the Dallas or Irving area, uh, be there. And that's December, I don't think we mentioned the date, but it's December 6th through the 8th. It's a Monday through Wednesday, December 6th through the 8th. Okay, December 6th through the 8th, three-day conference. Okay, that sounds fantastic. Now, uh, about today's subject, we got uh, this Thursday, of course, is Thanksgiving. And, um, you know, as born-again believers, we we understand uh, the concept of being thankful. And we have so much to be thankful for, JB, salvation uh, being first and foremost. And, uh, and, and believe me, I'm thankful for that every day. And, uh, but there's so much to be thankful for, even in the worst of times, isn't there? I, Absolutely. I, 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 yeah. have to wonder, I have to wonder why, when we really sit and think about it, uh, we're not more thankful uh, is there room to be more? Can we be more thankful than we are? 
Well, absolutely. You can always be more thankful. But, uh, you know, as I was thinking about this over the last uh, few days, um, I just started making notes uh, uh, as ideas came to me, you know, in my own life. Why aren't we more thankful? So I've, I guess we can call this uh, topic for today's podcast, Why Aren't Christians More Thankful? And I think the first reason that just really jumps off the page at me as I think about this is Christians are not more thankful because they don't understand grace. They don't understand grace. Now, I know this to be true just from uh, teaching and uh, presenting about the gospel for 32 years now, but it seems like grace is one of those topics that uh, most people really don't have a full and accurate understanding of. You know, you ask people to define grace, and they'll say things like, oh, yeah, I know what grace is. It's, it's what you say before a meal. Or I know what grace is. It's, it's you know, how you describe a, a ballet dancer or a, a figure skater or something. Uh, you know, they, they have all these different notions about grace, but they, they really don't understand the biblical concept of grace. And I have a good friend in ministry. He's down in Atlanta, and he always says, we need to use Bible words with Bible definitions not Bible words with man's definitions. And Amen. so uh, when it comes to grace, the Bible is uh, uh, very clear on its meaning, and grace is undeserved merit or undeserved favor. Uh, some people have uh, used the acronym to try to remember the meaning of grace, uh, G-R-A-C-E, God's riches at Christ's expense. Uh, and certainly none of us deserve to have our penalty for sin fully paid for by the shed blood of Christ. And yet that is where those of us who have trusted in Christ and him alone for salvation find ourselves as the recipients of an unbelievably undeserved merit, in this case, the forgiveness of sins. And, you know, that alone, if we truly understood grace, would make us the most thankful people on the planet, and and it should, and so you know, even in my own life, and I certainly understand theologically the meaning of grace, and I've talked about it and written about it, and it's what I've devoted my life to, to serving the Lord in, in vocational ministry, and yet I find myself going days and and sometimes longer, I confess, without really consciously meditating on and thinking about the riches of God's amazing grace, and so. I think one reason that Christians aren't more thankful is that we really don't understand grace, or at least we don't uh, comprehend it all the time. And uh, so what is grace? It's undeserved favor. It's the fact that there was absolutely nothing that we could do to remedy our sin predicament. Uh, no matter how good we are morally, no matter how nice we are or kind we are, no matter how much we go to church or how good our family is, or how much we provide for our family, how good a parent we are, how good a son or daughter we are, no matter whether we've been baptized or gone through catechism or have a rich family heritage of being good moral people, none of that can solve uh, our greatest problem, which is sin. Mm. Uh, we come into this world as sinners. Uh, we're born in sin. In fact, we're conceived in sin, uh, the Bible tells us, and the moment we're conceived, uh, we are a sinner, and uh, we are in need of a Savior. 
And that sin has a steep penalty, which of course is eternity in a literal, literal place of torment called hell. And the only remedy for our sin problem is the free gift of forgiveness offered and paid for by Jesus Christ, God's Son and our Savior. So uh, every one of us should have uh, had to die an eternal death because of our sin. That's the consequence of sin. And we can't dig ourselves out of that predicament, and we can't be good enough on our own to make God uh, take away that punishment. Uh, we brought it on ourselves, and God is a just and holy and righteous God, and sin must uh, be atoned for. And so the only solution was for the eternal Son of God, Jesus Christ, to put on human flesh, something we will be celebrating coming up with uh, Christmas. And he came to the earth, put on human flesh, lived a perfect, holy, sinless life as a man, fully human, but never sinned. And because he was sinless, he alone could go to the cross and take the, the sins of the world on his shoulders. Because, uh, you know, Curtis, as much as I love you and love Pastor Dick uh, and might want to, to help you in every way possible, I could not pay for your sins because I have my own sins to pay for. There's no room on my shoulders. As much as I love my family, my children, my friends, I can't help them. It had to be Jesus Christ, the only one who had room on his shoulders uh, because he was untainted by sin himself. He was tempted in every way, just as we are, yet without sin. And so when he went to the cross, he took not only my sin and your sin and Pastor Dick's sin, but the sins of the whole world. Yes. The Bible says in 1 John 2, 2, that Jesus is the propitiation that just means the payment, the satisfaction of God's wrath uh, for our sins, and not for ours only, but for the whole world, 1 John 2, 2. Uh, Jesus himself said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So it's out of God's great love and mercy that we are not consumed, and, and he made the payment on our behalf. And then when Jesus died, the payment was satisfied and made, and then he, when he rose again, he defeated death, hell, and the grave, and, and as the one who defeated death, he has life. He has eternal life, and that the life that we need is, is in the Son of God, and he gives it to all freely if we will simply accept it by faith. So, I mean, when you think about that, even just talking about it right now, the, the matchless measure of grace is just something that should cause our hearts to well up in thankfulness. And I think Christians aren't more thankful because we really don't understand grace. And uh, the Apostle Paul said it better than anyone in 2 Corinthians 9, 15. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Amen. And, uh, so I think uh, hopefully as we go through this week, that's one thing at the top of the list that people will uh, remember. Um, and by the way, we have a, uh, a video that I did Sunday at Plum Creek Chapel here in the Denver area uh, on uh, a portrait of a thankful heart. Uh, it was called Enter with Thanksgiving. And uh, so that also gives you some good uh, information. It's real short, about 30 minutes. And uh, if anyone wants to kind of get in the Thanksgiving mood, uh, even more so after listening to this podcast, they can go back and check that out at notbyworks.org. But I think there's another reason that, that came to my mind when I asked the question, why aren't Christians more thankful? Mm 
not only because they don't understand grace, but I think because they don't understand sin. They don't understand sin. Now, why in the world would I say that? Why would it cause Christians not to be thankful because we don't really have a good understanding of sin? Well, because if you, if you think that your sin is just a minor weakness or uh, just some little limitation or flaw, and you don't really see your sin accurately in light of the holiness of Almighty God, yeah. then by nature, you don't think you need something to be forgiven for. You don't realize you're as bad as you are. And, uh, you know, I've often said, and so have many other uh, theologians, that a person's view on salvation is directly impacted by their view on anthropology. In other That's words, right. how you see man determines whether you accurately understand our salvation. Yep. And I think there's a, an incipient pride within a lot of people, even believers, who at some point in their life, they place their faith in Jesus Christ and him alone for salvation. So they're born again, but yet uh, the cares of this world somehow come along and end up distracting us. And we, we sort of enter into this uh, characteristic uh, uh, of pride, where we, we don't realize that the things that we're doing are an affront and an offense to a holy God. And before long, we live in a, a prolonged state of carnality. And uh, therefore, if we think there's nothing wrong, then of course, we're not going to recognize uh, our need for, uh, you know, to be made right with God in, in fellowship with him. And therefore, we have nothing to be thankful for. I mean, You're right. There's, there, there are secular philosophies out there that, that argue against sin and, and instead uh, try to promote the fact that or, or the, the hypothesis that that human beings are actually divine. Which oh, yeah. Argue, yeah. You see, so so if we're so divine, we, we can't have sin, you know, in us. And, and that's completely and totally false. Yeah, and, and that's, you know, the New Age movement is, is what you're thinking yeah. of and, and other groups. But, um, you know, th thankfulness at its core is an act of humility, right? If you're yeah. high and mighty and elite and you think you're lording over everyone else and you're better than everyone else, you're not going to lower yourself by thanking someone because this pride within you sort of manifests itself as an entitlement attitude. And uh, you, you don't think... Um, you have anything to be thankful for because we thank people for things that are undeserved for acts of kindness that we didn't expect. Right. We don't thank people for, you know, getting, you know, what we earn. I mean, you don't thank your boss every time you get a paycheck because you earned it. Right. Uh, you know, you, it's an expectation. It's a, uh, it's, it's a right. Uh, now, if you've got a bonus or your boss does something nice for you and he, lets you take some extra time off or something, then yeah, you would thank him because that's undeserved. So right. I think a lot of Christians aren't more thankful because they don't understand sin. And, uh, you know, you're right. Uh, not only is this prevailing mystical view about people being gods themselves out there as a, a contender, but we also have to deal with uh, just the, the general, you know, I am okay, you're okay type mentality. And uh, in my newest book, The Top 10 Reasons Some People Go to Hell, I have a chapter that deals with that uh, psycho babble type concept that, you know, everyone sort of has been told by secular humanistic psychology that 
you know what, you're okay. Don't let anybody tell you you're bad. You're okay. And so we begin to believe our own press reports. Mm -hmm. And first thing you know, we really have lost sight of sin. Uh, and, and let me clarify a couple things here, because I, I just want to make sure that it's clear in our listeners' minds, that sin has an effect both on unbelievers and on believers. Oh, yeah. So in the first place, all of us, as we said a moment ago, are born dead in our trespasses and sin. We're born separated from God under the penalty of sin, and we need a remedy. And that remedy is the, the shed blood of Jesus Christ and our faith in him to receive his gift paid for on our behalf. And once that happens, then the, 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 the eternal nature of sin, the eternal penalty of sin is no longer a factor. Jesus says, we've passed from death to life and shall never come into judgment if we've believed the gospel. So that's uh, sin in the positional sense. But even for believers, which is what we're talking about today, you know, why aren't Christians more thankful? Even for believers, sin has consequences. And it uh, separates us in fellowship from the Lord, not in the family. We're always part of the family. Nothing can change that. You cannot do anything that will undo what Jesus did when he uh, gave you the gift of eternal life and adopted you into the family of God and declared you righteous and sealed you with the Holy Spirit of promise and so on and so forth. All of those things are a one and done. You can't change them. Uh, if you could, then it would mean God's a liar and Jesus is a liar because the Bible is very clear that our eternal life is just that, eternal. But as believers, when we fail to recognize and understand the nature and impact of sin, then we begin to drift away from the Lord. Our intimacy and closeness with the Lord begins to wane. We're not abiding in him like Jesus told the disciples in the upper room to do. Uh, and the more we have a uh, obscured view of sin in, the, in our lives as believers, the less thankful we become because the more prideful we become. Right. And, uh, and, and pride is the enemy of thankfulness. So if you want to be thankful, humble yourself and recognize that God loves you in spite of who you are and that he wants to have an even deeper intimate relationship with you. He wants to, you to have not just eternal life, but abundant life here and now on this present earth. And, uh, and, and we need to, uh, we should be thankful for that. Amen. So we don't understand grace like we should. We don't understand sin like we should. But another reason that I think Christians aren't more thankful, uh, and this may seem rather obvious, but it just, it, it really occurred to me, uh, is sometimes we take God's provision for granted. Oh boy. We're not more thankful because we take God's provision for granted. Yeah. And yeah. I tell you what, you know, I know in our life, as we look back on our journey and in, in, the, in the life and ministry of, of Not By Works Ministries, uh, which we started back in 1999, both on a personal level in our family and a ministry level, uh, the list of times that God has answered our prayers, provided for us in unexpected ways, is, is far more lengthy than we have time to discuss in several yeah. hours of a show. Oh, absolutely. And, but we, we, we tend to dwell on the negative experiences of life because they leave their mark, you know, they, uh, they hurt and, yeah. and psychologically in the way we are wired in terms of our mind, soul, and body, those, those painful experiences can really be difficult to, to get past. Uh, whereas the times that God provides for us 
you know, in the moment we may be, you know, grateful and praise the Lord and thank him, but boy, before too long, we forget about him. And, um, yeah. I'm going to be sharing a message this Sunday at Plum Creek Chapel in, in uh, Sedalia, Colorado, a suburb of Denver, uh, that, that where I encourage our people to rehearse with your family, the times that you remember in, in your history where God has shown himself mighty. And, yep. uh, you know, the Jews were great at that. And that was part of their culture and their custom as they would sit around the table and just rehearse the goodness of Yahweh. And we've gotten away from that. And so uh, I think sometimes Christians aren't more thankful because we take God's provision uh, for granted. Um, I had a, when I was in academics, uh, for about 12 years, I served full-time uh, in, in higher education at a college and a seminary teaching and in administration. And it was during that time, by the way, that the Lord put it on our hearts to start Not By Works Ministries, which is uh, now in its 22nd year. But when I was teaching and serving full-time, I had a, a co-worker that was also in administration and a wonderful man of God. And he was the dean of students, and he, he played the saxophone, and often at chapel services, he would break out his saxophone and just play some of the most glorious music leading uh, the, the school and the student body and faculty in, in song. But I always love to hear this man pray, because every time he prayed, he prayed uh, always thanking God for the simplest things. He would say, you know, dear Lord, I thank you for the feet you gave me to, to walk out of my house today. Dear God, I, I thank you for the, yeah. the mouth you gave me to eat food so I could be satisfied. Dear God, I thank you for the, the comfortable bed that I had to sleep in last night. Things like that. Yeah. And it was always so convicting because, you know, frankly, I, I, I'm embarrassed to say that if it weren't for the times when he prayed during that season of life, those 12 years, I might not have even stopped to thank God for the little things like that. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, so I think we, we need to stop and reflect on how God has provided for us. And, uh, and you know, you, you, you have to have that heart of gratitude. Um, you know, it, you can't say thank you enough. And, uh, yeah. and, and right. while we're on the subject, you know, we're talking about being thankful to the Lord, of course, and why aren't Christians more thankful? But, you know, there's horizontal thankfulness as well. There's vertical thankfulness, but there's also horizontal thankfulness. And yes, indeed. we need to be eager and ready to thank those in our life that God has put there. Because yes. remember, every good and perfect gift is from above. So yeah. if God uses someone to be a blessing to us, mm -hmm. we need to thank them and God. And yeah, uh, I think Christians aren't more thankful because we just, we take God's provision for granted. And, you know, we also take God's protection for, for granted, that kind of goes along with it to sometimes God provides for us in, in our need, whether that's financially or in food or the daily uh, sustenance of life, but also he protects us. And, yeah. you know, this one, I mean, I think everybody, every believer ought to have, uh, you know, examples that they can think of where uh, God literally protected them from something. Um, oh, yeah. But, but here's the thing, even if you, you kind of try to think about those things and you don't come up with, with any right off the top of your head, the reality is we know from Scripture that God is protecting us in ways that we are not even aware of. That's right. Um, and he uses angels to protect us. 
And, you know, we can all think of stories that we've heard uh, about others who, you know, were protected and didn't know it. And, and then the Lord allowed them to find out about it. Uh, but the same thing is true in our life. You don't know what you don't know. And, uh, you know, we go driving along, headed to our next appointment, headed to work, headed to school to pick up the kids, whatever it might be. And we have no idea how God supernaturally, uh, unbeknownst to us, may have protected us from an accident uh, or sure. some other calamity. And so when we contemplate God's protection, we'll be thankful. One reason we're not more thankful is we don't contemplate God's uh, protection like right. we do. Right. So, um, but, uh, you know, there's several other uh, things that kind of come to my mind, but I want to mention a couple of scripture references. Uh, Romans 6, 17 uh, is a great verse in the midst of uh, Paul's uh, great treatise on justification and sanctification in the book of Romans. And chapters 6 through 8 are all about how believers who have been made right with God by faith can mm -hmm. now live like the new man that they are and yeah. you know, not like slaves of sin. And listen to this verse, uh, Romans 6, 17. But God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. Yeah. Now, what, he's saying, what is he saying there? Well, when you by faith trusted in Jesus Christ, and therefore made peace with God, Romans 5.1, you were delivered out of bondage to sin mm -hmm. and into uh, the, the family of God. And right. we have the indwelling spirit now who leads and guides and rebukes and convicts and so forth and encourages. And our task as believers, as Paul really eloquently discusses in Romans 6 through 8, uh, is to walk in the spirit and not after the old man, not after the mm -hmm. flesh. And so the first part of that verse really caught my mind as I was thinking about why aren't we more thankful? When's the last time you, uh, when's the last time you, you woke up and thanked the Lord that you're no longer a slave of sin? You know, yeah. I think, you know, this kind of goes back to how we, we're not more thankful because we don't understand sin always the right way, but we need to be, we need to recognize we've been set free you know, Amen. and, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've found in my own ministry yeah. that, and this is just anecdotal, but my observation is that those believers who got saved late in life as an adult, after living a, a prolonged life of depravity and sin as an unbeliever, and then they met the grace of God, kind of like Paul on the road to Damascus, and the Spirit of God got a hold of them, and they believed the gospel, and they were born again, I find that often they are the most thankful because they have a context. They understand that they've been set free from sin. Uh, they yeah. remember very vividly what it was like when they were slaves of sin. You know, some of us, in my case, I got saved as a six-year-old boy. Uh, I mean, not to say that I didn't sin in my first six years of life. Uh, just ask my parents, and I'm sure they can provide a list. Uh, but I certainly didn't experience the type of wanton depravity that, you know, so, <clears throat> excuse me, some people do. And so uh, yeah. it's, it's a little bit harder for me to understand what it was like when I was a slave to sin. And, uh, and I think, you know, that, that verse is, reminds us we should be thankful. Be, God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, you're no longer slaves of sin. Um, Amen. 
So uh, one more, and then we'll probably, you know, maybe wrap up for this uh, uh, this topic for today. Make it a shorter podcast, that kind of more bite sized that believers can listen to, and just really, hopefully, the Spirit of God will use it to encourage us during this uh, holiday week. But um, you know, uh, when we when we see uh, then we see this a lot in Paul's epistles, but uh, passages like First Thessalonians one two at the beginning of that letter, he says. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mm-hmm. mention of you in your prayers. One reason that I think we're not more thankful is that Christians sometimes are too self-centered. Uh, we don't look outwardly at others and thank God for the people that he's put in our lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to tell you, you know, I am, I am so grateful, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, for Christian Underground News Network and uh, Curtis, uh, you and, and Dick, and, you know, of course I've known Dick for a number of years and he's always been a blessing in my life when I was pastoring there in central Illinois, but, you know, ever since we started this, which it's been many months now, uh, the Lord has really encouraged me by this regular time every Tuesday, when we can have a concentrated time in the word of God, talking about God's word and things thereof. And, and not only that, but in a very practical way, Having this podcast as just one more outlet for Not By Works Ministries has helped expand our network, and and, and, and God's used it to bless our ministry, and, Amen. and more people are hearing the gospel. And so, yeah. uh, you know, I, I think we need to be more aware of, just like Paul said to the Thessalonians, of the people God has put in our life and, yeah. and thank him for it. Well, on, on that same note, JB, let me tell you that there's not a day goes by in East Peoria, Illinois, in the Chamberlain household that we we don't that we're not aware uh, of the great blessing that you've been to us, absolutely, and, and to our ministry, and and we we're thankful for you on a daily basis, sir, and and uh, and we love you too, brother, and uh, we we are really humbly thankful. Well, uh, before this uh, podcast degenerates into a mutual admiration society, uh, let me, <laughs> let, me uh, let me close off, close out by just uh, summarizing everything that we've we've said. Um, uh, so, by way of review, we said Christians aren't more thankful because we don't understand grace, we don't understand sin, we take God's provision and protection for granted. We forget that we were once slaves of sin and we're no longer slaves of sin. We, we forget the other people that God has put in our lives that really bring joy and blessing to our lives. But I would sum it all up with this. Why aren't Christians more thankful? We just forget God's goodness. We yeah. forget God's goodness. He is a good God. He Amen. only wants what's best for us. Uh, he's always there for us. We can boldly approach the throne room in heaven anytime we want to find uh, grace and need and need and time of help and uh, yes. grace and help in time of need. And, and he's just a good God. And so uh, hopefully again, we kind of came at this from the negative aspect of contemplating why aren't we more thankful, but hopefully in this process and in this discussion, it's been uh, convicting. I know it has been in my own life uh, and caused us maybe to think about some of those things we don't think about very often. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, uh, I sure do appreciate uh, um, today's episode and, and the things that you said. They are, they are practical. Uh, 
reminders that, uh, that, that we need to take heed of. We, if you don't understand grace fully, uh, then get into the word and, and, and study it, read it. You'll understand that if you ask God for the wisdom, he'll provide it. He does not withhold it uh, to anybody that asks it of him. And so that's the best way to, to fully understand grace and mercy and uh, the love of our, our Lord Jesus Christ and, and the perfectness of his sacrifice uh, for our sin. And uh, boy, we, you're right, JB, if we understand those things fully, uh, boy, we, we cannot help but be thankful. Amen. 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 Yep. And we'd like to remind our, our listeners that uh, JB is usually with us every Tuesday. Uh, we may experience some changes due to his uh, traveling schedule over the holidays and at other times during the year. Um, when we're made aware of those things, we'll let you know and, and we'll substitute accordingly. But boy, we sure do miss him when he's not with us. And, and uh, so we're, we're awful thankful that he was able to be with us today. Thank you, JB. Um, and uh, we look forward to, to being with you again, uh, I think, next Tuesday. Yep, planning on it. Uh, should be okay. your next Tuesday. And I'm going to do everything I can, even on the road, to try to you know, carve out the time. And so we'll communicate about that. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, next Tuesday as scheduled. All right. And yes, and, uh, another thing that, that we're thankful for is that even when you're on the road, I mean, we've done some segments while, while you've been out at uh, other conferences and we'll, you know, we, we are really appreciative of, That's right. of you making yourself available in, in those ways, uh, my brother. Um, for our listeners, we also want to remind you again that you can hear JB uh, live streamed from Plum Creek Chapel in Sedalia, Colorado, uh, on Wednesday nights, 6 p.m. Mountain Time. That's right. I got it. Yes, yes. Very good. Thanks. All right. So 6 p.m. Mountain Time on Wednesday nights, uh, notbyworks.org. You can live stream uh, what's going on uh, with JB at Plum Creek Chapel on Wednesday nights, 6 p.m. Mountain but, Time. Yes, sir. Go but ahead. But not, not for the next three weeks. Right. Uh, because we'll be on the road. But what you can look forward to is first thing Wednesday morning, I think we've got it scheduled to post by 9 o'clock Mountain Time, is, a, mm -hmm. is an archived podcast message. And uh, yes. tomorrow's message will be from a conference we did in Wisconsin five years ago entitled Defending Grace Graciously. So even though we won't be live streaming again until December the 15th, mm -hmm. the next three Wednesdays, there will always be something to look forward to out there to, to hopefully encourage the body. There, there always is something uh, not by works to encourage the body of Christ. And, and we encourage you to get some encouragement that way. And, uh, and we also hope that you'll tune in and listen to uh, these great sessions that we have with JB and Pastor Dick and Lucas Doremus uh, during the week. Pastor Dick will be with us again um, this coming Saturday morning, and then Lucas again this coming Saturday night. So be certain to look for and listen to uh, those upcoming events. Um, JB, thank you once again, my brother. We wish you a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, we, we wish our listeners a very happy and blessed Thanksgiving. And, and until we are able to be with you again on Saturday morning, uh, this is Kurt, Pastor Dick, and Dr. J.B. Hickson thanking you all for being with us. And uh, uh, we, we want you to know, our listeners, that we are thankful for you as Absolutely. well. Absolutely.
So with that being said, I think that it's time for the Christian Underground News Network to sign off until Saturday morning. And until then, remember, thank the Lord every day for what he's given you and what he's willing to give you if you're an unbeliever. Um, we want to remind you that God's gift is a free one and that you can accept it. And, you, and, and as long as you believe, you can be saved. And we pray that if you're an unbeliever listening to us right now, that you will indeed decide to take and accept the very free gift of salvation that God is willing and, and wants to give you. So today's the day of salvation. Don't wait. Don't wait. This is the Christian Underground News Network signing off until this coming Saturday morning. May God bless and keep you. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.